0: Greetings, everyone, and a very warm welcome to another edition of Marketing the Invisible. I'm Tom Poland, beaming at to you from the very sunny Sunshine Coast in Australia, joined today by Alicia Butler-Pierre. Alicia, g'day from Down Under. Welcome, and where are you hanging out?
1: I am hanging out, Tom, in Atlanta, Georgia, which is in the southeastern part of the U.S.
0: It used to be home of the Braves. What is it now?
1: It still is home of the it Braves. It is still home of the Braves. It is. Yes, yeah. yes, it is, right and there. home to Coca-Cola
0: right oh that's it was the cleveland brains or something like that anyway coca-cola yay <laughs> <laughs> i've been to atlanta it's a big sprawling oh wow
1: you've been yeah. here yes yes it's, we're it's growing growing by the day
0: you know, i can't say i knew the city well i got you know i got a taxi into the conference and back again. four days oh, later, lot so
1: okay. of those
0: visits unfortunately i didn't get a, get a chance to savor the highlights but Enough of where you live and where I live, let's get on to a very interesting subject, folks. Alicia Butler-Pierre is the founder and CEO of Equilibria. Now I stalked her around the internet like for an hour yesterday, and my gosh, I am impressed. Alicia has this, well, her thing is all about increasing your capacity without putting more stress on you and doing more in less time, becoming more efficient, becoming more effective, getting more clients without compromising any quality. And she walks the talk. And not only is she process orientated and figures out a way to do things more efficiently and more effectively, because you can do things more efficiently and stuff it up more effectively. She has this, I think, quite extraordinary ability to shine the spotlight on her personality. And as I know she's in the room, I know she's to this, but I'm still gonna talk about it. <laughs> So, wherever you find Alicia on the internet, you'll see her personality shining through. So, she hasn't templated her personality, it's just the processes, right? Uh, so, um, <laughs> you know, I'm I just, I just knocked your socks off and pressed. I and, love um,
1: that. I love that, Tom. Thank you. And I'm,
0: yeah, and I know we don't do an affiliate thing here, right? Alicia, you're not paying me any money to sellers.
1: No, no, no! I'm not.
0: But I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Maybe
1: no? I should. Maybe I should. We should. We <laughs> so, should go on a um, world tour together.
0: <laughs> yeah. No. I. I think. I think you're a star, and I think your star is an ascendant. So let's. Let's get going. Official bio, folks. Alicia is the best-selling author of Behind the Facade, which is the world's first published book on business infrastructure. She hosts the weekly. Business Infrastructure Podcast, which ranks in the world's top 2%. She's an adjunct instructor on lean principles at Purdue University and operations management at Nichols College. She's a chemical engineer. That means she's got a hell of a brain on those shoulders. Turned entrepreneur, she's advised, designed, optimized processes for organizations, including a few small small businesses you may not have heard of, such as Coca-Cola, Shell Oil, the Library of Congress, and the Home Depot. Extraordinary. Alicia, thank you for being on the show. The title today, which we are going to hold your feet to the fire on delivering is how to increase your company's capacity to handle more business without compromising quality. Our seven minutes starts now. Question number one is who is your ideal client?
1: The ideal client for us are small businesses with less than 50 employees that have more demand than they can currently handle. That's the ideal client for us
0: right and very well articulated so tell us about the problem you solve i guess it's something to do with scalability is it
1: absolutely of course scale but sustainable scale so the problem that we are Mm -hmm. solving is unsustainable chaotic growth what happens when your company is the beneficiary of great marketing and great sales campaigns and strategies well now you might have a different type of problem you go from not having enough customers to maybe having too many and that's when you might need that operational or business infrastructure in place
0: you might you will never leave an entrepreneur in charge of their own idea unless you put the right people and processes in place which is where you come in so, well Thomas, question three, six minutes left, question three, your target market are very growth oriented. You know, they, they've already achieved something pretty significant. It might be a mess, but they've got there through ideas and energy and vision and drive. What I'm saying is they're going to be trying a bunch of things. But before we get to the mistakes they've made along the way, Let's talk about the symptoms that they're going to be experiencing in their business. What's happening? I mean, generally, there's going to be things falling between the cracks, but what else is going on in their business? They Give them a heads up that they should be reaching out to someone like you.
1: Sure, absolutely. One of the number one telltale signs or symptoms, Tom, is loss of employees or their, their staff or team members, whatever, Ooh, whatever you ouch. refer to them as. So very right. high attrition, high turnover, right. increase in customer complaints. So many things are happening at the same time. It's very difficult to keep up. And without the processes that you were just referencing, it's very easy for important tasks to fall through the cracks. There may not be any quality assurance, yet alone quality control. There's failed audits. A lot of businesses have to be audited or they have to be accountable Mm -hmm. to some type of regulatory or some type of governing agency or entity. What if they fail those audits? Again, increase in negative reviews. So those are some of the immediate telltale signs that you may wanna start getting your business infrastructure in place.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a pretty comprehensive list of pain, isn't it really? Absolutely. And you've got this entrepreneur who's achieved such extraordinary things, but is in danger of losing it unless they get their, their ducks in a row. So what sort of mistakes do you see people making before they find your solution? I've got just over four minutes left. What are some of the big things that, that you notice that these clients have done before before they start working with you they think wow that was that was a big mistake
1: honestly tom I, because of the, the nature of the work that i do the number one mistake or i'm not even sure if it's fair to call it a mistake because these business owners and entrepreneurs, they don't know what they don't know. So they don't know to even ask for something or look for something like business infrastructure. There isn't much exposure when it comes to operations or operational excellence, operations management. They hear these things. And what may happen for those who are savvy enough to even ask that question or seek out that type of a resource, they'll find one of two things, Tom, either one, that the resources are usually reserved for much larger organizations or maybe even manufacturing companies. And then secondly, that the people would be able to help them just don't work with small businesses. So that's right. why my company, we're just on this quest to provide the resources and make it affordable and accessible.
0: Yeah. So- and do me a favor, hold up that little sheet of paper that I saw you waving around being. In. Now, folks, for those listening to this, this is a template for interviews. And Alicia is pre-prepared for this interview with using this template. And the reason I'm asking, and it's just on one page, and it's all the questions are there. You have and your,
1: your name. My
0: name and Leadsology and so on and the date.
1: But this is the because other the thing I do. Yeah. Here's your LinkedIn oh. profile.
0: My God. <laughs> Um, the reason I'm asking you to hop that up, Lisa, is, and I'm starting to stop the clock because I'm, I'm robbing you of some time, but I just wanted to impress upon people not just that you're walking the talk, but how simple a process can be.
1: Mm, yes. Because
0: a lot of people think they've got to have some sort of SaaS, ERP, platform, blah, 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 app thingy. And it can be sometimes be efficiency and effectiveness can be something as simple as one sheet of paper. So I just wanted to... To reinforce that point, and I'm going to start the clock again Okay. now at uh, 2 and a half minutes left, what's one valuable free action that you would say an audience member could take that's not going to solve the whole problem, but it might just start them heading off in the, in the right direction?
1: Using things as simple as, so you like that one pager? Well, I have something even more impressive for you, Tom. Something as simple as using stick figures and index cards. These two tools alone, these very low budget, low tech, analog type tools can do you a world of good in figuring out what work you need to perform, how that work is organized, who ideally should perform the different types of work that you identify, and how is that work performed.
0: My God, I'm loving so this. So stick figures so,
1: and index cards.
0: Index card with A2 on it, another one with C1 on it. There's a little stick figure like you see, you know, how you describe that. Just, well, I don't know, it's maybe six inches tall okay. and it's got a label on the front. You got CEO on it, right?
1: That's right. That's right. And this is laminated. So this is another product that my company offers to our clients. And the reason it's laminated is because in the process of trying to figure out, well, who ideally should perform task C1? Well, the CEO or the founder may say, well, well, it's me. I do that. But Tom, is that person really the right person to perform that task? Should it really be an office manager, for example, should be the ideal person to perform that task? So again, something as low tech as these stick figures and index cards, I have done this this exercise with so many companies at this point and every um, single time it really yeah, brings to life you're what's the i on. to stop
0: come. the clock twice more um folks what so this works for entrepreneurs i call them dogs 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 are tactile They're visceral they feel things they see things they're not so good at five year cash flow spreadsheets but the little the little i could just imagine you holding those up, or even someone with a clear kitchen table putting those down, everything would get crystal clear all of a sudden. And you often don't get that with software. So folks, if you are listening to this, you've got to head over to our leadology.guru website. Have a look for the podcast and find this podcast so you can see what Alicia just showed. So yeah, so let's let's head on. 90 seconds left. Question 6, a valuable free resource. Where can people go to find out more about this?
1: If you want to find out how to use tools like stick figures and index cards and so much more, check out a free audio masterclass where you can learn exactly how to use those types of tools to answer those four questions that Tom and I just reviewed. And the best place to go is smoothoperator.courses. Smoothoperator.courses.
0: And that was named after your nickname, was it? Smoothoperator.courses? All (laughs) right. All right. Uh, So let's let's thank you for that. Smooth operators, <laughs> not courses, folks. So go to question seven. Fifty seconds left. What's the one question I should have asked you but didn't?
1: What is business infrastructure, Alicia? What is it? What the
0: it? heck is it, Alicia?
1: What what is it? So business infrastructure is simply a system for how you link your people, your right. processes. Yeah. Like you know, and a process could might just be in the form of a checklist. Your people, your processes, and any tools or technologies that you're using, how do those three things link together in a cohesive system such that you can scale in a sustainable, profitable, and repeatable way? It's literally laying the foundation to support sustainable growth and ultimately scale.
0: Alicia, so much. Thank you so much. We We did it. We did it. I I hit the
1: seven minutes.